So he gained the honor of being with uh, the Harlem Globetrotters and for eight years played with them. And uh, now he is a motivational speaker. He retired recently because his passion was really helping kids overcome any obstacles they have, whether they think their obstacles tight, which it doesn't have to be, because he proves to everybody that you're not so small. So this is not so small, Jante Hall. <laughs> so, Jante, uh, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Andre. That's, that was a beautiful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so very much. Well, we've gotten to know you so well. You've been absolutely adorable. I'm going to let uh, Gina start by asking you some different questions here, and I'm going to mute myself because I'm having trouble with my uh, connection service here. Okay. So when was it that you were with the Harlem Globetrotters? Okay, so let me give you a brief – well, not a brief. Well, let me give you some history of my professional career. So um, I play a year and a half for the Washington Generals. They're the, they're the team that we play against every day. And the Globetrotters love me so much, they gave me a tryout. And I made it. I made it with the Globetrotters, and I played eight years with the Globetrotters and um, a year and a half with the Washington Generals. So altogether, I've been traveling the world for almost 10 years. Wow, that's awesome. Well, yeah. I know years ago, I used to follow the Globetrotters. What an yes. awesome group to be part of. Yes, yes, it's, it, yes, it's a blessing. Um, I got an opportunity to go to uh, 57 countries and all 50 states in 10 years. Oh, and I'm on my, my second passport. Goodness. Yeah, well, my Holy second pass speak. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I would imagine being a part of a group like the Harlem Globetrotters, and for those, before I ask this question, let me ask this one. For those who aren't aware of who that group is, tell them a little bit more about who they are and what they're all about. Okay, so um, so we started, so everybody think we started in um, Harlem, New York, but um, we started in Chicago, Illinois. And um, a Jewish guy by the name of Abe Saberstein discovered five African-Americans, and um, they was called the Savoy Big Five. And they did a lot of barnstorming um, around Chicago. Um, and then, like, in the 40s, something like that, um, the Harlem Renaissance was very popular in New York City. And so, you know, he had a gold mine, so that, that was going on in the 40s. So that's how the Globetrotters got their name Harlem. And then um, he put Globetrotters on there because he wanted everybody to think that we traveled around the world, but we really didn't. So, um, and, you know, he had a gold mine. So um, there you have the Harlem Globetrotters. We've been around uh, for 93 years. This is our 93rd year. Well, the team, 93rd Holy year. Holy cow. Yes, yes. I'm no longer with the organization, but um, they've they been around for 93 years. And they – they're not just a team that plays basketball. They do a lot of no. good in the world, don't they? Yes, yes. We we not just known for entertainers. Um, we also known to be ambassadors of goodwill. So uh, they visit um, a lot of children's hospitals around the world. Um, uh, visit a lot of schools and all that good stuff. So yes, a great organization. I was I'm blessed to be a part of that. That I was a part of it, and um, you know now I'm just. Moving on with my career, you know, my life, I want to get up and close with the kids and try to inspire the kids under me, under my brand, the John Tate Not So Small, 
and um, going into a lot of schools around the country, share my message. Um, also, you know, show them some glow, try to trick, you know, because that was part of my life for the past eight years. So, yeah. That's awesome. And with the new brand, are are you just traveling around visiting kids, or what else are you doing? So right now, um, so I'm going around schools, mainly elementary and middle school, um, just just share my message. You know, um, got opportunity last month to go upstate New York. Um, so I talk about bullying. I talk about my my career, my life, and um, you know, and I give kids opportunity to ask me any questions. And also, I show them some a little bit of some glow trotter stuff. And um, I was upstate New York last month, and I had this kid that's almost brought tears to my eyes because it was there was my first coming out tour. Uh, being a motivational speaker under my brand. So um, the kid told his teacher, and the teacher waited after the presentation to tell me this. She said, um, I forgot the kid's name, but the kid wanted to play baseball. And he said um, he didn't want to play. Then he started to get that love back because after my presentation, you know, he thought I was only 5'2", and I inspired him. So now he wanted to play baseball again. So uh, right there I'm touching touching – Touching kids' lives, you know, so that's what it's all about. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you. I work with a gentleman by the name of Gary Ryan Blair an awful lot, and he has a program called the 100-Day Challenge, and it's all about accelerating your goals and improving your performance so that you can do 10 times what what might take you 10 years in like a month to six months. And he's about to take that program and turn it into a 30-day program specifically geared toward kids. And one of the things he often asks, especially professional athletes, is what impact has goals had in your life and your career? So let me ask you, what impact has goals played in your life and your career? Um. That's a great question. So, um, playing professional basketball, you know, I'm not your typical height. So, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of um, guys, um, they are like what, six foot on up. The you know the 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 guys that's 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 a legit height for like a professional basketball player. And I'm only five two. So the impact that I had around the world is it, it's, it's a blessing because um, a lot of kids not going to grow to be that tall. So when they see Jonte, you know, uh, out there standing only five two, and 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 doing things that a tall player can do, and you know that's that's oh my that's that's so remarkable and 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 it's a blessing that I had the opportunity to do that for the past eight years and um, I received a lot of emails how I impact a lot of kids' lives and and change their lives and also parents you know a lot of parents you know, they, they kind of, like, get discouraged as well. So it's, it's, I'm not making just an impact on the kids. I'm impacting the parents, too, because they may be in a job that they don't want to be in, you know. Um, and I try to tell them, you know, it's only pit stops. You know, we also get tested by the universe, um, you know, to see how much we can appreciate what's in front of us first before we get our ultimate goal, our blessing. So, um, you know, I preach to, um, not preach, but I talk to adults too, not to give in to your um, situation. Um, 
try to just re- just remember it's only a pit stop. So I'm, I'm impacting the adults as well. Oh, that's fantastic. And, you know, so often kids try to dream big, and everybody from teachers to parents to bullies, et cetera, stomp on their dreams and their goals and keep them playing small games. You Absolutely. must be such a great role model for them to follow, to realize you can be small and be big at the same time. Amen. You're right about that. And I just can't wait to uh, till I'm able to do this full time, you know, and because I, it's a lot of schools out there and a lot of chi- like a lot of kids that need that inspiration. And I just can't wait to, uh, you know, I'm allowed to do do a whole school tour for a whole school year, you know. What's keeping you from doing that now? Well, well, just uh, you know, just meeting the right people that have them certain connections and uh, that can make it happen, you know. So um, I would love to do that. I will. I know. I know it takes time, you know, to book speakers and all that stuff. Um, you have to do. You have to do like way in advance and. But I, I would love to get the opportunity because that's that's one of the reasons why I resigned. Well, I step I stepped away from the Harlem Globetrotters because I want to do this, you know. How about we get on and a I, call I, this week? Yeah, I'm on huh? now. One of the fun things is with uh, Jante and all. Uh, with um, he, we just started talking, so now um, I'm acting as. A publicist for him, getting him on some uh, programs and stuff. So it's only been the last uh, what two days, forty-eight hours. Yes, 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 two days. Yes, yes, yes. And Andrea so. is, is great. Andrea is great. <laughs> and, and I, I don't consider myself a publicist. Well. Oh, please. And I don't consider Gina. myself a publicist lovely. the way that Andrea does. What I consider yes. myself is more of a business strategist and a leverager. Mm-hmm. So to help you figure out how this new business of yours, this new brand, can really be a strong business that both does the most good in the world and, at the same time, has a very healthy profit as well. That's the kind of thing that I can really help you with. Yeah, Gina's fabulous. And one of the fun things for all of our audience, that are listening is that's why Gina and I work together so well is we really have this theory and this idea in our mind, our mindset is that people should work together. And like me as a publicist, I never want to limit my clients from having more um, ability to get out in the world. I want other people to reach out to them and love on them and help them. And, you know, more than one mentor in the world is awesome. I mean, at one point I had five different coaches for different things. And Anthony Hopkins, I had the pleasure of meeting him and speaking on stage with him or sharing the stage with him at an event where I spoke and he also spoke and he had an acting coach, a movement coach and a dialect coach. Uh, And this is uh, only like eight years ago. So the man had already won major Oscars all over the place and still had three coaches for his next movie. So that's what I really, really love is that Gina and I can really, really see the benefit of team playing. Absolutely. Which is exactly, yeah, which is you, Jante, learning how to play as a team. Actually, let me uh, segue to that. You know, tell me what that's like to play on a team and, and, and with, um, 
you know, because I don't know much about basketball, um, tell me, you know, like who's the main shooter and like what was your main role? I mean, I know a lot of Har- Harlem Globetrotters is, is the tricks and the fun and the play, but you also are really need to have moves to be able to pass the ball from person to person and make the shot. So tell me how that kind of works out. Yes, absolutely. So being a Harlem Globetrotter, uh, first you have to be um, great at basketball. You know, that's 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 first and foremost. You have to have skills. Um, you have to be a great person, of course, and you have to have great personality. Um, you have all that, you know, the tricks. Everybody think the tricks, you know, we're about tricks, tricks, tricks. The tricks come last. You know, if you have all the qualities that I just said, um, then then you, you like you're going to be a great Globetrotter. And also, um, you know, teamwork make the dream work. You know, so, um, you know, we, we, we are, we are a big family, um, and we travel, you know, we leave our families on Christmas day and we together like six months, seven, seven, eight, nine months out of the year. So, uh, so we are family, well, we were a family, so I'm no longer with the guys. Um, so, and you know, it's, it's team, it's teamwork. Absolutely fabulous. So, um, all right. So, is there um, who was the main shooter for you guys? So, like, oh. what what was your role? Okay. So, so my role on the team. Um, so we have we have a showman that um, that's the guy that's um, we we call him the clown prince of basketball. That's the guy with the microphone. Uh, we have um, shooters. We have dribblers, and we have dunkers. So I was like, basically, I was the shooter and I was the dribbler and also you know I might I may dunk I may dunk here and there you know but um but that's only for teamwork I mean that's only with teamwork you know I got guys helping me get up there so uh yeah so that that was my role for the past eight years dribble and shoot (laughs) so when uh, well all right so we've seen uh, uh, Gina you got to check out these videos of this guy so, uh, Jante, um, is that at half court? Is that what that's called when I saw that uh, shot that you make um, into the basket? Yes, yes, that, that's a half court shot. Um, the Globetrotters, they, they had a, what they have, a four-point shot that's 30 feet away from the basket. And also, um, you know, them shots you, 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 you saw me hit, that was like way beyond that. So that was like a five-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered because I saw that at a video and it was absolutely hysteria, uh, hysteria. <laughs> well, hysteric <laughs> as far as watching it and seeing what's going on. Now we do want to uh-huh. let people know that just like in basketball, you have to have flexibility and adaptability, and we're definitely having that with the program today. You know, any time that you work with technology, you are at the mercy of technology. And I'm in Vegas. Um, I uh, am. Uh, and one of the sponsors for a bug-free mind mastermind. So the red carpet connection, my business is always sponsors the photography. Um, the first year I, I sponsored the yacht cruise as well. So there's 120 internet marketers here that are like the top players. And it is so much fun. We have some other uh, great guests coming in like Marianne Williamson. And um, oh, I can't even remember the, uh, uh, the other ones that are coming. I think Scotty Page will be here again. He paid, played with Pink Floyd, um, you know, just some really, really cool people. He played um, I think it was alto sax 
if I remember correctly. So I'm here in Vegas, and in the hotel, for whatever reason, my Wi-Fi is not working. So I'm outside the hotel in the um, uh, you know, drop-off area to do the interview, and Gina is um, at her end where she is on the East Coast, and we're having a little bit of technical. So if at some point you lose us, Jante, you stay put, and I'll jump back on the call, and we'll see what okay. we can do okay. to make it all happen. <laughs> so those of you who okay. are listening, let's do some dribbling and some shooting while we might have to dodge and play a little. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, Andrea. Like that. You did that so like that. well. I'll be here for another six or seven minutes, and then I need to drop off. But back okay. in the 80s, I actually had the privilege of seeing the Globetrotters live when they were in Chicago, my hometown. And, man, oh, wow. what an experience that was. I will never forget that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I had some, I, some of my best times in my life playing with the Globetrotters. You know, all the traveling, all the sightseeing, and, and, and just doing something that I love to do, you know. So um, a lot of people can't can't say that, you know. Well, and oh, being in the motivational business these days and having been to 57 different countries, is one audience in one country different from the next audience in another country, or is motivation motivation? And everybody yeah. needs inspiration. Well, you know what? The only thing is different is the language. And, you know, and I could change that with just a smile, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And, hey, while I'm thinking about it, when Gina drops off, hopefully it will leave you on, Jante. So if you don't hear me, just tell everybody a story or something that you remember about something crazy that happens while I jump back on the program. <laughs> okay. So well, you might sure what's going to happen when I jump on. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> so so we'll figure it all out <laughs> somewhere in the end. One of the things that I do want to share, Gina, that Jante is really excited about is he really wants to create a children's book uh, for elementary school kids and, and to talk about. Um, well, I'll let you talk about it, Jante. Go ahead. Well, so, um, Gina, so um, I want to put – my story in a, in a children's book far as, um, you know, um, I'm still trying to debate if I wanted to be about basketball or any sports. So, um, you know, my upbringing, you know, I, I, I saw a lot at an early age, um, offer drugs, offer to do drugs. So um, I want to put some of my, um, some of my uh, um, experiences in, inside this children's book, but I wanted to keep it, you know, PG-13 for the kids. Um, but I want to have myself as a as a character. Um, it's going to call – my character is going to be called Johnny. That's my nickname. My mom gave me that nickname. And um, and I want to call it Johnny Go, you know, Johnny Jump, something like that. But um, I want to, you know, I want to emphasize um, never giving up regardless. And I want to show myself being smaller than the rest of the kids and always getting, like, told that you're too small and stuff like that so but i i I really think this this book is going to be great oh it sounds like it will be and that's definitely something for us to talk about when we get together later this week andrew will get Mm -hmm. us hooked up Mm -hmm. that'll be great absolutely i will that's gonna be great that's gonna be great super fun 
And uh, we also talked about doing it a little bit further and creating um, either like a novella, which is a condensed book or a book for um, juvenile youth um, so that it's, um, you know, more like at a age like, like, you know, 12 to 14 year olds could read or actually probably more like a nine to 14 year old would like to read and, and give them a book as well that gives them an opportunity to see what little Johnny's life would be like, because there's so much that people are looking for to be able to find for their children to read and to see how other people have overcome obstacles. And by the way, you know, um, you know, when we think about you being five, two and playing basketball, that is just a phenomenal feat. It's such an exciting way to get other kids excited about how they might be able to be superstars no matter what. It just makes me excited that you've done this. Thank you. Thank you, Andre. I appreciate that. And I, Andre, I want to just thank you for for believing in me. You know, from um, our short conversations, um, I just want to thank you. Thank you with all my heart for believing in me and 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 helping <laughs> me bring this bring bringing this to you know the atmosphere. So I, I really thank you for that, sweetie. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. You know, uh, not everybody has the chance to break barriers like you have. And, you know, in the second half of our program, should it be aired correctly, <laughs> yeah. um, I really want to go in more in more depth and talk about, you know, how, how you really did overcome that. Because I know that you were bu- bullied, and we'll go into a deeper dive about how you um, handle your mother's illness, because I know you're really close with your mom, and your mom has MS. So there's really an opportunity for us to really deep in and figure out, like, how your life works and how your mentality and mindset was formed and shaped that gave you the ability to overcome the personal challenge of heights when so many people have something of a challenge for themselves. You know, I, I just find that quite exciting. And since uh, we're, Gina's going to be running away here shortly, Gina, I wanted to give you a chance to say a couple things. Well, here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to drop off right now and see if there's a problem, then text me. That way I can jump back on real quick. But, Jante, it was a pleasure meeting you today. And I am so excited about what you're up to. I can't wait to see what this can turn into and the lives that it can impact. Thank you so much for having been on Leverage Masters. Awesome. Thank you so much. And you're listening to Leverage Masters and your hosts, Gina Gaudio-Grace and Andrea Adams-Miller. I'm from the Red Carpet Connection, and she's from Divizio. And we're super excited to have been on this program. And we'll see if we're still here in just a few moments as she's dropping off. And it looks like we're still going, Jante. Oh, my gosh, how exciting is this? (laughs) Now, the only thing is is that she's going to have to guide me because I do not see how I do an outro when we're done. So we will figure that out somewhere along the way. I don't Mm -hmm. see one. So we we won't worry about it. So that's a good opportunity for us to uh, go ahead and start deep diving uh, while I play along on here online and see if I can figure that out. So Gina has been the host of Leverage Masters for uh, quite a long time. I If I remember correctly, they have over 700 episodes. It's been quite exciting. And I absolutely love the idea that we have been able to, 
you know, have wonderful things happen in the world. And uh, I started producing the show for Leverage Masters, oh, a year and a half ago or so. And uh, turned out that the uh, co-host um, had other endeavors to move on to. And Gina asked me to step up, and it's been an absolute ball since I've done that. So I'm so excited that we've been able to, um, you know, have this time together and to be able to play and, and, and really change the world. So it's very exciting. So back to you, Jante. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, talk about your mom and how your mom has been so instrumental in helping you with your world. Yes. Yeah, so my mom is is uh, you know my mom is a is a great 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 part of my life. Um, still to this day, you know, I still love, um, take care of her. You know, and while I'm away, you know, I have somebody to take care of her. So mom, growing up, she gave me and my brother, you know, a choice. So she said, well, and she kept it real with us. She kept it real with, with me and my brother. She said, look, if you go here, if you go in, if you go in this direction, that's going to happen. If you stay straight, this is going to happen. So, and I kept that all through my life, even now. You know, I weigh my options. You know, okay, if I do this, if I do that, that's going to happen. If I do this, that's going to happen. So um, even now, she still helped me a lot in different um, situations. So I was like um, – at an early age, I was like, "Mom, okay, I'm gonna stay straight. I'm try to, I'm gonna try to um, be a basketball player." And she told me, "Babe, you could do anything you put your mind to." So she kind of gave me that courage at a young age, and um, and I said, "But mom, I'm short. You know, I'm small." She said, "Babe, look at me. I'm only four nine. Your dad is five three. That doesn't matter. Like, you, if you work hard, you're gonna get there." And, you know, and she was right. Like, I remember going to tryouts in my early 20s, um, and she said, babe, look, you didn't make it because the universe has something. God in the universe has something better for you. It's going to be terrible fit where you're going to get. I mean, not knowing. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about the Globetrotters. So it was like, okay. She was like, well, you're going to be known for your height. And you're going to get where you got to get at. You're going to have all the tools you need to be successful. So don't worry about that. Nice. So she and she kept me positive, you know, and she kept me positive even now. It's like, oh, man. So she 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 gave me that back back then when I was growing up, when when I really needed it. I mean, I still need it now. But, you know, when you're a kid, you know, it's <laughs> easy to get. It's so easy to get, you know, like size, like size, like size tracked and all that stuff. And, 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 and all that stuff, like you see a lot of stuff and you, your friends is, is doing this and doing that. So it's so easy for you to tag along. So I needed it back then. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? I don't think anybody stops needing their mom. Um, you know, I, I, need, I need mine just like my girls reach out to me. And uh, your mom is um, going through some trials. She's uh, been yeah. diagnosed with MS and, and uh and uh, tell me the, you know, uh, when she found that out and the severity of her illness and, and what she's doing to persevere. Okay, so um, so when I was four years old, she told me this story. I mean, I remember a little bit. Um, she she thinks she, she had it back then when I was four years old. Um, she was in a hospital, and she told me I rubbed her feet and told her everything was going to be okay. She said, I've, I've, I've done this at four years old. So, um, you know, with MS, you have episodes, right? So in 90, in 1998, 
That's I think that's not that's the right year. Nineteen ninety eight, ninety six or ninety eight. Um, she had an episode to where though, you know, uh you know, her legs, you know, she couldn't do distance walking and, you know, I had to pick her up and this before, you know, I even thought about um plan for the Harlem Globetrotters. So I was working a regular job by the way. And before I went to work I would make sure she okay. If I had to pick her up, I, I you know, I was picking her up. So um after that, so she she went through that for like maybe three years. And then she had another episode, um in two thousand and six where it's just it's just kinda like took a by took a by storm. So uh, she's in a wheelchair now. She's still in good good spirits. Um okay. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get that's that's why I wanna get financially stable so bad because I wanna be able to take care of her, you know, because you know, your insurance doesn't cover everything. You know, yeah. So, it's like, okay. so you know, that's one of the things that we want to tell everybody. While Jante is doing great for himself, you know, the yeah. thing is, is that you know, when you leave a professional league like that, and now you've yeah. turned a different leaf to do a different direction, it really makes yeah. a difference. And um, in yeah. now, because now he's providing for two households, so Jante alone <laughs> is one, and taking care of two is another. And so, I really admire his tenacity because he's determined that even though, you know, he's left this hotshot lifestyle that he's going to continue and take care of his mother, which Les Brown, uh, I just worked with him uh, just a week ago. He was talking to us. Actually, I guess it was two weeks now. He said, you know, the one thing he always wanted to do was to take care of his mother, and he was never so proud as the day that he had purchased a home and take took his mother to go see the house and she walks in and she says who lives here and he says you do mom and she said is anybody home and he's like just you wow. <laughs> and took her in wow. the door and he never ever was so proud that he was able to you know have re- reached that level and so jante for you to be you know taking care of both and you know and want to do that so that your mom has all the health care she needs and never has to worry about um relying on you know government assistance or anything like that is you know it's super admirable and that's just going to you know bring out the wealth of even more people that want to make sure because a lot of celebrities make a lot of money and I know you're doing great but they don't yeah. get it that when you need medical care you need medical care and it's a oh, way different absolutely. ball game yeah so I mean this is such a great deal and uh, it's super yeah. exciting to hear different celebrities like you have a mission to do something and change the world not only with your mom but the anti-bullying program so let's uh, give some people some ideas um, you know like so when Jante comes out to your school, your university, your organization, or your corporation, um, you know, he comes in, he tells a little bit about a story, he mm-hmm. engages people by uh, doing some uh, dribbling, some tricks, and so forth, and yep. then tell them how you pull people out of the audience, either both kids and adults at a school, and then, of course, mm-hmm. if it's a corporation, then you just pull all adults, and you usually try to yep. do a mix of the the workers and the executives yeah. <laughs> yep. are the yep. bosses. And tell tell me how yep. you do that. Tell us all how that works out. Okay, so uh, when I'm in elementary schools and middle schools, or even high schools, you know, I, I talk about uh, bullying before I get into my, uh, you know, tricks. Because my presentation, you know, I start off serious, 
then I have fun, then I'm serious, and I try to end on fun. So even when I go to the corporate <laughs> events, you know, so I will pick, um, you know, I like to mix it up a little bit. Three, three, three young ladies, um, and 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 three and three men, you know, or th- or th- or three boys, and I teach them all the trick. And I say, well, you know what? You're gonna do your trick, and you're gonna remember your trick because you're gonna do it again with my music in the background. So I get everybody, you know, crowd participation, get everybody involved. And, you know, they be clapping and stuff like that. And so um, I do that. And then I try to find a kid that's small or, or a kid that's, that's that's maybe disabled. You know, I try to get them involved, too, because they they human just like us, you know. And um, anybody with disadvantage, I try to, try, to, try to give them not more attention, but I try to pay attention to them more, you know. I understand. Yeah, because you yeah. you understand that they're there. They're the one person who can physically exactly. benefit the most because they have what's going on that appears to be a, a a physical, you know, something that we can see going on. And if you can show everybody that they're the hero, then everybody feels excited about it. Yeah, exactly. And they can be. Exactly. That's what's exciting is you really show them that. No, you, whether you're in a wheelchair or have a disability or uh, cerebral exactly. palsy or whatever it is, yeah. you can still do these tricks and still have a lot of fun. Exactly, and and I'm and and my and my goal is to inspire all of them, you know. And it's like, um, so I had a kid. I had I had a little girl. I just came back from Kansas. I had a little girl that. Um, uh, I found out she had cancer. You know, she had a hair cut short, real close, and you know, and she was up in the back. You know, she was up in the back, and um, and she stood out. Of course, she stood out. Um, she had on a paint, a paint jacket. And after I finished my tricks and stuff like that, with the with the kids, I I bought her on a court, made her feel special, spent the ball on her finger, and I gave her my wristband, and she felt so so great. She felt so good, so excited. And um, I left my glow try to headband to give her because I didn't have it on me at the time, but I left it with the um, the Boys and Girls Club that I was working with. So, uh, yes, so stuff like that, that makes me feel good inside, you know, that I'm able to, you know, do what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Wow, that that is such an endearing thing for me to hear. Uh, I'm a sentimental person as it is, but I'm – I feel really choked up this morning uh, hearing that because, uh, you know, kids go through uh, all these crazy things, you know, and they need they need yeah. the belief that they can persevere and overcome it. Um, I'm friends with uh, Frank Shankwitz, and he's been on the air with us. He is one of the co-founders of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And um, oh. it's so funny because we were at an event, um, and one of my clients, who, who wasn't my client at the time, he said um, – He's a gentleman who's blind. His name is Tim Connors, and he he all of a sudden is like, wait a minute, Frank Shankwitz is here. He goes from Make a Wish, and we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm a Make a Wish kid that made it, you know. And it was just so exciting, you know, to hear that. And now Make a Wish uh, doesn't work just with terminally ill kids. Now they work with other kids as well because they're able to provide so many wishes for so many people. You know, it works out really, really well that they can serve multiple kids at multiple levels so the fact that you know you're doing that for a kid is just remarkable I mean that's what they need that's what excites them 
it's just like yes. the best thing that could ever happen. Now, you also mentioned that you said um, you play your music. So tell everybody about your music because that's special to you as well. Yes, yes. So, um, so this is a guy. It's, it's crazy how everything that I'm doing is coming full circle. So the guy, we used to do janitorial to, to all the listeners out there. I used to clean um, bathrooms. I used to do janitorial work before I became this famous person. And I took that job in pride. You know, I wasn't making a lot of money. So uh, I ran across a guy. Um, you know, we became close. You know, um, he's an inspired rapper. His name is Tamar. And I told him my vision. I said, man, look, you know, keep it PG-13, you know, no cursing and stuff like that. It's about the kids, you know, and it's, and, and it's about my story. So, um, and he, he, he wrote it. He got a beat. You know, he let, like, he let me listen to the the, um, the samples before he gave me the full copy. And I loved it. You know, it's about inspiring and it's about dream big, never give up. And it's my quote in there that I use, as long as your heart stands tall, you're not so small. So uh, that's what I go by. Yeah. Yeah. Tell people about that with your logo as well, because your logo for uh, your Jante Hall business uh, now as a public speaker um, and motivational speaker, you know, uh, your logo means a lot. It's got a lot of meaning. So share that. Yes. Yes. So um, all the listeners out there, I I wish you guys could see it visually. But uh, my logo is a self-description of me as a kid. I'm spinning a basketball because, of course, basketball is my gift. Um, and I have a backpack on my back that shows that we need knowledge in everyday life. Knowledge is the key. Um, and then I have uh, one of the things that's the best part of my logo. It's a shadow coming from my heart. That means there's a big person in all of us. And and my name is Jonte Not So Small. So the Not So Small Everybody, you know, when I when I first was kind of, um, you know, came up with it, everybody said, okay, you want to target height? No, because if you really look at it, um, if you want to be a lawyer, you know, they might say you don't have enough education. That means they're telling you that you are too small. You know, you, you know you, you're too small to, to be a lawyer, as far as education-wise, or you don't have right. enough, enough education to be a doctor, you know. So my whole concept of not so small means – you're not so small, whatever you're trying to do in life. So there you have it, John T. Not so small, Hall. And then, um, you know, for the, you know, the idea of using that shadow within the logo is just a beautiful, a beautiful example of showing kids about it. You know, the first time I ever learned about shadows, and I mean, I always knew what a shadow was. I saw a shadow, you know, as a little kid, I loved, we used to chase them and have our our shadows chase us and, you know, be silly. Mm -hmm. But when we did math and we had to talk about how the shadow uh, and how the sun affected the flagpole is what I remember doing math with the flagpole and the shadowing and how a flagpole could be the same height and look so tall and look so short at the same time. So when I saw the shadow within your logo, it made me think of that because it's perfect and exactly how it should be. And it could be as big or as small as the sun is shining on it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Andre. I appreciate that. Yeah. So that's, you're welcome. That's my logo. That's my logo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, you know, I didn't even think about it prior. I should have uh, asked your permission to 
uh, play your song um, and the background, you know, at some point when we introduced it. So for future radio shows, we'll have to see if we can, uh, you know, have the rights to do that and be able to share that and grant that to other people who'd like to have you on their program. Uh, That would certainly be um, awesome and fun. So I would love to make sure that we can do that for you. Um, And then, you know, um, is there an opportunity? Well, see, so you have uh, products and stuff as well. So people can buy a Jante Hall logoed items, um, you know, through your, you have an online store. And is it Jante dot, oh, Jante is spelled J-O-N-T-E. Yep. J-O-N-T-E dot Hall, H-A-L-L. And then is it dot land? Yep, dot land, yep. Yep. Uh, dot, that's L-A-N-D, yep, I, so. Dot land, yep. Yeah, so, so, so it's so like Jante Hall land. Yep. <laughs> so, 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 so it's like, I'm sorry. Um, it's, I'm sorry, it's, it's the dot land Jante Hall. Oh, go ahead and repeat that again. So they, would so, they write in www? Yep, www dot the dot land Jante Hall. And it come right up. So, so land Jante Hall is all together. Yes. Yep. Okay. Cool. The dot land Jante Hall, and there's no yep. dot com or anything after that. Nope. Uh, awesome. So, and if for some reason you can't find it or you can't reach out to us at the Leverage Masters, or you can reach out to me, Andrea Adams Miller. Look for me online if you just Google. Um, Andrea spelled like Andrea, Andrea Adams Miller. You can uh, find me. All my information's public, 419-722-6931, or Andrea Adams Miller, no dashes, no spaces, at theredcarpetconnection.com, and I'll get you hooked up with Jante, whether you're asking him to come and speak at your program, uh, you want him to come and uh, do some corporate training on teamwork, uh, you want him to come to your organization and talk about teamwork and entertain, or you're just looking for some fun at a really great party or a fundraiser, uh, Jante's the person to have. So uh, we certainly would love to you know, share that with you. So, Jante, we have about uh, 15 minutes left. So I did okay. want to uh, spend a little time talking about, you know, what what it was like for you when people did bully you. So what did kids, like, call you names and stuff then with you being shorter? Was that mostly what it was? Yes, yes. So I, so I wasn't never bullied uh, physically. I, w- I was always bullied through words. You know, we all know that words can hurt the most, actually, you know, um, I was told you, I'm too small or, you know, uh, like any, 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 any short jokes, I didn't hurt it. Like I heard everything. So, uh, so even through high school, you know, then college, you know, this guy, one guy asked me, well, Jante, uh, he was like, well, what you want to do after this? I said, man, I want to play professional basketball. And he started laughing at me. I said, watch, I'm going to play professional basketball. And I didn't know at the time where I was going to be playing at. I just I just knew at the time I wanted to become a professional basketball player. And uh that guy is, you know, he he's 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 working a regular job and he's out of shape and you know, and you know, I still treat him with respect regardless of what he told me back then. Um but yeah, I didn't I didn't hear all the names. Uh it, it hurt like it made me it made me like 
it made me like want to give up. But you know, my mental was strong. The, my mentally, I was strong, and I I, I just kept pushing. I, I I used that as ammunition to prove them wrong, to prove people wrong. Awesome. I um. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really glad that you overcome that. Um, you know, because people don't realize that words do really, really hurt. Um, you know, as a a, ch- a child, um, you know, I always, and even as an adult, um, if you hit me, I may bruise, I may bleed, but it heals and it goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and and mm-hmm. you know, um, but the words uh, can often leave such an ugly scar. Now, um, in my world now, I've learned so much about personal development. I've learned, you know, through hypnosis and NLP and um, all these other different aspects of doing some wonderful things um, with personal development and healing our mindset is that the words don't land like they used to. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually at a point now where in my life, maybe the blow would be physically more painful than the mental blow of words. But it takes a skill set and a resilience and um, uh, a core ability to be able to release that so it doesn't hold you back. So the words don't limit you. So like where you say not so small, for me, it's so I Actually, <laughs> you and I should do a talk together because um, yeah. I've or, or maybe a book together because I've been told I'm too big. And um, and I and that's physically big because I'm a, a plus size woman, but I also mm-hmm. have been told I'm too big in my energy and my personality and how I present myself. And wow. it's I, ironic because I've worked for a lot of not a lot. I've worked for a, a five people. I can list five people right now that I've worked for, and all of them they hired me because they loved what my results were. But yet they criticized me because I said, you're too big, you're too loud, you're too much, you're too bold, you're too there, um, you smile too much, you sing too loud, you know, you wear too much red. And so the too much, too much, too much is what I was always hearing. And, and, and basically they say, you show up too big in the world. And, and so for you being told, you know, that you're, you're too small, for me being told I'm too big, and what we've really learned is if we work with the right people, we're just right. Exactly. We're just oh, right. Oh man, you, yeah, Andrea, that's 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 well put. Like you, you're right. We need to come up with something that we could do together, like a book, like you know, like a speech, you know, like like anything. Yeah. That's oh my god, that's that's awesome. Like like we got we we have so much in common. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really funny because so many of you listening to us, you have so much in common with us as well because somewhere out there your your uh, smiles and perfect, you're you're too tall, you're too short, you're too thin, you're too fat, you're too white, you're too black, you're too Asian, your eyes are too small, your eyes are too big, your belly's too big, yeah. your belly's too small, your breasts are too big, your breasts are too small. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Someone's it's gonna someone's gonna criticize it. <laughs> yeah. It's always something. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's always, always got something. something to say. But the really I cool thing is if you find people 
who really, really love you and people who really embrace the you that you are, what you'll hear is that, oh, my gosh, your imperfect smile is perfect to me. So I'm, I'm going to yeah. just share really quick. And, and Jante, we're going to be doing a book with Jante. I'm uh, the executive director of the Keep Smiling movement. Uh, Ken Rashawn is the founder, and that's based on the uh, founder of the original Keep Smiling cards, Barry Shore, a gentleman who uh, became a complete quadriplegic um, seemingly overnight uh, due to an autoimmune disorder. And he, over eight years, um, decided that he was going to change his mindset through a smile based on a, a card his rabbi gave him. So eight years wow. later, he became mobile again, and he started a mission of wanting to give people cards that say, keep smiling. So Ken Rashawn met him and said, can we make a movement? And Barry was like, I'd love it. So then Ken started taking pictures. That was the same time I met Ken. I jumped on board. And here we are almost, well, actually, that's five years later. Um, just over five years later, we're taking pictures all over the world of making people smile and taking pictures of people smiling, people who create smiles, people who amplify goodness that create smiles in the world just like you, Jante. And what we found that we love best are imperfect smiles. Those are the mm -hmm. ones that are the most attractive. They're so genuine and real and endearing to all of us. And Jante, Absolutely. you said you based your judgment on your success on smiles. So tell me more about that. So, so when I see like, you know, even, even with the glow trotters um, and even when I'm doing my speaking, you know, uh, when I see a kid, a kid laugh or, 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 you know, um, if I see a kid just hug me, um, that, that makes, that makes me feel good inside. That makes me feel like I'm doing my job. Uh, I'm, I'm inspiring this kid. This kid is inspired. This kid is motivated. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, and you see kids that's in the audience that's a acting shy. You know, I try, you know, not try, but I kind of pay attention to that. And before you know it, they smiling. It's like this kid was serious the whole presentation. But as soon as I showed him or show her um, um, some, some attention, and that smile just, oh, my God, it, it just light up the world, you know? So I was like, wow, yeah. okay. So that that right there, Andrea, that, that makes me feel good inside. That makes me feel like, okay, I, yeah. I, I, I've done my job. Cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So I want to remind everybody again, go to Hall to be able yep. to pull up uh, Jante Hall's uh, products. Um, he's got yep. some sweatshirts. What all do you have? You have sweatshirts, T-shirts? Um, uh, well, hats? right now I have um, – it's, 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 um, I'm in the process of getting more merchandise. So right now I have um, nice. the hoodies. I have, I have three hoodies. I have um, orange, black, and white. And I have T-shirts. Hats awesome. are coming soon. Um, more T-shirts. You know, so, so everything is, is, is coming soon. Yeah, 
that's exciting. And um, I actually did some um, uh, further work for you last night that you're going to get, you're hearing about live on the air in front of, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people. But um, I have somebody interested in helping provide more of your products out there in the world. So (laughs) we'll be talking more and um, helping expand your line. So (laughs) super exciting. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll be in some talks and negotiations for that here shortly. Oh, awesome. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Because what people don't realize is, for you know, you, um, you know, Harlem Globetrotters, uh, they referred to you as uh, too tall. Uh, that yeah, was uh, a name that they uh, trademarked, I believe, or you know, signature yeah. name, or however you want to word it yeah. for them. And um, you know, it, over the last four years, you were the highest producer as far as everybody wanted your shirt. Yep. Yep. Yep, right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's uh, pretty right. big shoes to fill. <laughs> I guess they're pretty yeah. big shirts to fill. I don't know. <laughs> so it's super exciting that you know so many people wanted a piece of you, and that's yeah. where it's really exciting. And now uh, that you're at where you're at now, we have this opportunity to merge and change, and we're going to be having some. Oh, really fun uh, celebrity meet and greets um, in the Baltimore area coming up very soon, and we'll be doing them in some other cities as well. Uh, right now, uh, Jante is scheduled to go to the Power of We Symposium um, in Atlanta, and um, also uh, some rumors of him maybe being at the gala for the Think and Grow Rich uh, for the launch in uh, Chicago, um, so lots of things in the work at some other schools looking at you. So we can't uh, promise you'll be anywhere any particular time yet until all the things are configured and all the uh, you know stars align. We gotta align everything for travel and everything and for the sponsorship. But it's certainly exciting to think that you know you are certainly going to continue traveling the world with everybody and uh, we'll have a basketball in hand. And um, if, for those of you who are listening who want to be able to, you know, get more Jante in your world, you want to figure out how you can uh, talk to him, have him speak at your group or organization, or, you know, uh, just to love on him or send him a thank you card or say a story about seeing him where I got to see him myself uh, at the University of Finley. I live in Finley, Ohio, so that was fun. So there's a whole bunch of opportunities for you. So um, you can reach out to us at the Leverage Masters here on Blog Talk Radio, or you can reach out to me, Andrea Adams Miller, 419-722-6931, and we'll get you through to Jante so that we can create that for you. So, Jante, I have about a minute left. I wanted to give you a chance to leave some parting words. Yes, 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 to all the listeners out there. Um, oh, first and foremost, Andrea, Andre, I just want to say I appreciate you. I know I said it before, but I really appreciate you. For one, for wanting to help me, uh-huh. but uh, to all the listeners out there, just never give up on your dreams. Um, realize if you're not in your job, your dream job that you want to be in, just know that it's only a pitch stop. Keep the faith, keep keep striving, um, and just 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 keep going, no matter what. No matter what, you can do anything you put your mind to. No matter what, remember as long as your heart stands tall. You're not so small. I love that. 
Absolutely love that. That is a, a quote that we definitely need on some shirts. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, uh, I think people would be excited to have that. That's absolutely a beautiful message out there. And I would love to absolutely. see the world passing that along. So, again, um, we want to thank you for being here, Jante Hall. I want to thank Lauren Michaels Harris from The Power of We for introducing. How did you guys even meet? Um, that's crazy. Like I, I met Lauren. So, um, I did, my mom told you I did, um, I've done the velocity, um, event. Yeah. Yeah. And you went and spoke I met, there. Yeah. Yes. I met the guy, Jason, Jason and Jason. Oh. Um, yeah, Jason looked, um, connect me with Lauren. So that's how I man Lauren came about. So it's like, it's like them connections. It's like, it's who you meet. <laughs> It's all through who you meet, and the world just yep. gets smaller and smaller because, uh, you know, we found out that you live in the Baltimore area, the Bemore area, yep. and uh, yep. I'm in Baltimore about um, about once a week, um, unless I'm in a really, really heavy travel schedule, so I haven't been there for two weeks, but I, I'm there quite frequently, so it's really exciting that we'll be able to do some really fun things there as well and give people opportunities to have a meet and greet and get a photo shoot with you and get some yeah. things signed. So be super exciting. And uh, I just love how the world just gets smaller and smaller. And uh, yeah. that's what's so funny is we talk about, you know, you can't be too small. Well, the world uh, obviously is because <laughs> yeah, we right. are taking over it. <laughs> I love that. So we're out of time. So love you. And here we are going. Bye. Thanks so much to Gina as well. See you guys.